Hello, everybody. Welcome to Screen Champs. I'm your host, Dubs, and I happen to be the only person uh, on this recording at the moment. Uh, the Madman will come in later. Uh, I just wanted to hop on real quick, let you know we're putting out this. We had some old content that we're going to put out, and then this, I guess we can call this a little apology, just kind of uh, letting everyone know what's going on. So the last couple of weeks have just been busy. I mean, there's no real way around it. Uh, my birthday was on the 17th. That didn't really work out. Uh, that led right into Coachella, which is like a five-day time suck. It just kind of takes over everything. Uh, it's always fun, but it, it it takes up a ton of time. The Batman and I were both there. We probably should have done a Coachella pod. That would have been electric. Actually, it would have been a mess. Uh, we were both trash the entire time, so it would have been it would have been a complete mess. Actually, it's probably good we didn't. And then um, and then this past weekend, I got sick and I just couldn't even watch a movie. I've not seen a new movie since uh, the beginning of April, which is devastating to me. But that's okay. You know, we're gonna push on here. Uh, we're definitely doing a Doctor Strange episode next week. So expect that next Monday. I mean, that's for sure happening. Uh, this episode, we actually have an old review of The Adam Project. Uh, this is one that we were going to put out. We actually recorded it the same day that we recorded Fresh. And it's right before we did the episode for X. So this one's just kind of been sitting on the computer. It didn't come out for any particular reason other than I just didn't have time to edit it. So we wanted to put something out because we know it's been a couple weeks since anything came out. So we're getting a little little OG uh, deleted scene kind of situation. I mean, it's a whole ass review, so it's not a deleted scene. It's a whole 30-minute review. It's a Ryan Reynolds movie, The Adam Project, if you didn't know. So clearly, we're going to go over my complicated uh, relationship with Ryan Reynolds. And the madman is going to talk about how much he loves Ryan Reynolds. All the classic stuff uh, you love from the screen champs here. So yeah, we got Doctor Strange this coming week, and I know we're going to talk about uh, just stuff coming out the rest of the year, maybe do like a preview for the rest of 2022, and maybe at the end of May, beginning of June, do like a look back, our favorites so far this year, and things that we've missed, because there's a couple streaming movies that have come out that we haven't talked about, and there's, I mean, there's some things that are worth watching that we haven't really addressed on the pod, uh, just due to timing and everything else, so... Uh, a couple look back episodes. Definitely the funny people episode is still it's still it's still gonna come out. Uh Man Man really is passionate about having us watch it together before we do that, which has made the logistics of that hard. I'm just gonna blame it on him because he's not here to defend himself. Uh but so it's made the logistics of it a little more difficult than just throwing it on and recording it. But uh that is coming down the pipeline. Other than that, I can't, and I haven't seen The Northman. I can't, like, I have not seen The Northman at all. The Northman, bad guys, and unbearable weight of massive talent all debuted in, like, the 80s on Rotten Tomatoes. I've not seen any of these movies yet. I was sick and, like, just so annoyed I was stuck at home. But either way, doesn't matter. We do have an episode out. We got our voices recorded, here to listen to, uh, me and the Madman reviewing the adam project netflix original you can watch it right now well you may want to listen to the review first and then make your decision there's some good stuff in it it's all right it's not as bad as some of these other ryan reynolds movies i'll give you that much but uh it is what it is thank you all for listening sorry about the hiatus um shout out everyone too that's reached out and been like hey bro where the hell's the episode at uh i love that because we're we're here we're excited to do it it's not like we gave up on it it's just been a crazy april We'll catch you next week. All right, so next up, we have The Atom Project. Uh, and this is a movie I went into. Just, uh, if you know anything about me, you know, there's a new Ryan Reynolds movie trailer. 
I'm not watching it. And, and I knew nothing about this movie <laughs> at all, except that Ryan Reynolds was in it. I didn't even know the genre. So here we go. This oh, is, shit. I knew nothing. Okay. Uh, after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12 year old self for a mission to save the future. This movie is directed by Sean Levy, who has done, who did Free Guy, and also the Night at the Museum movies, along with a bunch of other uh, mid comedies. And then this was written by Jonathan Tropper, T.S. Nowlin, and Jennifer Flackett. Uh, and there's some tonal stuff in this movie that feels very odd that it was hard to pinpoint. And so I was looking at some of the other movies these writers had done, and I feel like it illuminated it a little bit, which I'll talk about that later. Uh, starring Ryan Reynolds, uh, Walker Scoble, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, Zoe Saldana, and Catherine Keener. So he's got stars galore in here. And uh, it's a Ryan Reynolds movie, so the Rotten Tomato is actually pretty high for the critics at a 68%, and the audience at a 79 uh, man, man, what did you think of the Adam Project? This movie, I also knew a little bit about. I, I've just seen pictures of like Ryan Reynolds meeting his former uh, younger self, and um, and I, I I knew there was a sci-fi element to it, and I knew I wanted to watch it because of Ryan Reynolds. I know for you, it's kind of like the opposite effect. There's certain actors, and they're attached to a movie, and you'll flock to it because they're attached to it or you'll you'll you will avoid because they're attached to it yes unfortunately like the, like the rock for me i'll flock to it for other people like ah this movie's gonna be just hollywood trash yeah yeah and uh unfortunately for our Reynolds, he kind of like fits in that like just with like the audience they're like some he's been having some misses for me you know some hits but i i could see how um, him being attached will get people not to watch it, whereas for me, it's still played. And I mean, so, most people like Ryan Reynolds. I would say. I, I hope so, pretty, man. I, yeah, I, I hope clear. so, because you're not you're not the only one dubs that <laughs> doesn't like Ryan Reynolds. A few of my friends are like, yeah, they're over it. Like, I'm like, no, he's still good. But sometimes with these actors, they kind of age out. I feel like Liam Neeson, he's like aged out. <laughs> I feel like these action movies, I just want to avoid now. But uh, there was well, a moment where yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I'm excited to watch him in, in an action film. Yeah, you know, they're just no, also not not that good. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. If they were good, he just keeps making the same movie over and over. And uh, like he's always a, keep he keeps making bad uh, versions of like freaking Taken. And yes, no, hundred percent. And Bruce Willis, he he has no shame. He's just making bad movies. Um, but he loves making yeah, movies, and he's, he's someone people like in Hollywood. And he, no. yeah, everyone that's met him are like, yeah, he he he's a good guy. Oh, people don't like Bruce Willis. Uh, well, I read some stuff about like, some. I guess some nice stuff. Maybe they like him now because he's like, I'm fucking doing C uh, action films. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Well, no. So to be fair, that's from when Kevin Smith directed Cop Out. He said like Bruce Willis was one of the biggest assholes he ever worked with. Yeah. But Bruce Willis is clearly going through like I don't know another divorce or like a tax situation or something. He owes someone money, yeah. or he's trying to come up with money for an investment <laughs> was, or something. Yeah. There's no way he's just making these movies for fun. Like it's insane. Yeah. The amount there of is, like bad movies he's been in recently. Yeah, there is actually one I do want to watch, and it's with uh, Chad Michael Murray. Like he's in it, yeah. and his wife Sarah Romer, who was in Disturbia, she's in it too. So I'm excited just mm-hmm. to see that because it's like a little, yeah, I don't know, a little man man special there. There you go. But no, this 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 movie was uh, uh, super entertaining. I was super entertained by it. I feel like Ryan Reynolds. You know, he did Ryan Reynolds. He did a good job. The kid actor who I know nothing about. Did an awesome job. I saw a lot of like Logan Lerman trajectory 
freaking uh uh, that a uh, Tremblay kid that was in a uh, room. I see, you know, a trajectory like that. Um, the biggest trajectory is uh, that that kid from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, who's now in the Good Doctor. That that actor, I forget his name, but I think this kid's gonna he's gonna be all right. I, I wouldn't bank some money if you're looking for like prospects for the future. I'll put some money. This kid's gonna do some good jobs, do some good films. Um, but uh, but this movie was super heartwarming. It, got me feeling super emotional in certain scenes i didn't think that was going to happen i thought it was going to be more sci-fi-ish but it just felt like a heartwarming story with like sci-fi super sci-fi elements um and uh the plot was a little confusing right i I i think the ending was a little confusing for me too but i was entertained the whole way through i just put my kid's glasses on and i was super entertained i was all about it (laughs) copy that kid glasses uh yeah, no, the key glasses definitely came into play here, but it didn't feel like they'd need to at first. It kind of came out of nowhere. And, yeah, so this movie really has a lot of heart to it, which is something I was not expecting going... Well, I was I, I actually had no expectations. Um, I was... The movie starts out, and they're in space, and he's just, like, in a, like sh- getting shot at with uh, yeah. another... And then he, like, creates a wormhole to time travel, and I was like, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? And even <laughs> the CGI at that moment, like looked, it looked okay. I didn't say it was amazing, but like it looked fine. And I was like, oh no, like please don't be like a space fighting movie. Uh, it luckily was not that, but it had a ton of heart. And the movie started out as like this action movie about this guy trying to, you know, find his wife who went missing in time, and he needed himself to help. And this really heartwarming story about, you know, a son interacting with his mom and kind of the regret. I mean, there's a conversation at a bar that, like, just, I was like, holy shit, like, this is awesome. Like, what a great scene. As an only child for 10 years, um, and then, you know, living with my mom for a long time, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is wild. Like, I I dug it. And then the movie kind of turned into... It almost felt like a. By the end of the movie, it felt like I was watching like a kids action movie, and like I was a goose chase. Yeah, I was looking at the writers for this movie. So Jonathan Tropper like done a lot of TV and stuff like that, but the T. S. Nolan or Nolan, he's uh, responsible for the Maze Runner movies, like Pacific Rim Uprising, some of that like PG thirteen action adventure type movie. But then Jennifer Flackett had done movies like Nim's Island, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Uh, Madeline, a couple other like a lot of like PG kids movies with like a little, little bit Manhattan of like, action. Brother. Oh yeah, but and so half of the movie felt like this Maze Runner type action movie where you know they were going for it and there's some young people involved. You know, it's like Ryan Reynolds mostly, but him and his kid, or him and himself as a kid. But then the other parts of it really felt like I was just watching a PG kids movie, and it was weird. Mm. And I feel like as the movie went on, it started leaning more towards that PG Kids movie. I feel like this is a really hard thing to explain, but it felt odd watching it. And as so as it was going on and like the climax started happening, I was like, oh, this feels... The movie was a lot cooler like 30 minutes ago. And I'm not sure how that happened. I'm not sure what happened. But I was not surprised to see that these writers all had different tones. And I don't know who wrote what part of the process or who rewrote what or what happened, but... You can see the different tones in the movie. Yeah, that was uh, tough for me to adjust uh, to, and then but once I threw on those glasses, I was just like entertained. Like just because of the action sci-fi stuff, it's like 
Star Wars ish. Like it just felt cool. Like just the weapons and the um, spaceships and just there's like a legit scene that felt like Star Wars where they're like, you know, being chased by people and freaking he's hurting people with trees and every time people die they just like kind of explode and stuff and i'm like shit are they dead or did he go back to their future or what's happening here uh, i didn't really ask much questions after that i was like whatever it is what it is i don't know what it is but it looks cool this is awesome and even the kid at the point was like this is that, that was cool and i'm like hell yeah it felt fun um and uh <laughs> and uh but those were the the unfortunately man you're right those were the kind of the weaker parts in the movie for me too, it was still entertaining. I was so entertained, but I, I was trying to figure out the, the, the movie that they were trying to make for me. <laughs> like, I don't know what, I don't know what type of movie this is. It's, it's heartwarming and there's science stuff and there's a the whole conspiracy plot, but I'm like, what, what's going on here? I'm, I'm confused. Let's go back to just Ryan Reynolds and the kid. The kid did really well of like imitating Ryan Reynolds. Because uh, yeah. when they first introduce a kid, it's not 100% clear that that's Ryan Reynolds' kid, if you haven't seen the trailer. But I was like, oh, this is definitely Ryan Reynolds, like, either his child or as a kid, because he's, like, exactly as annoying as Ryan Reynolds is normally. And I was like, this kid is a jerk. Like, he's, like, so mean to his mom. And I was like, this kid sucks. Like, he's the worst. But then, uh, of course, you know, they, you know, all the characters grow and it's a great thing. But uh, I never thought I'd have to experience Ryan Reynolds like through the generations all in one movie. That was a little rough, but, you know, you can't can't win them all. Oh, man. Well, I loved it. <laughs> I'm sorry that sucked for you, but uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was good. I feel like he did a good yeah. job. But that brings me to a question that I was going to ask you. Do, uh, do you think uh, Ryan Reynolds was doing like he was knowingly doing a toned down version of himself? Or do you think he was like Ryan Reynolds like every other movie? Uh, to be fair, you just said you loved like watching this kid uh, berate his mom. Um, but um, I thought it was—I uh, loved it. Funny, it was great. Yeah, hell yeah, I thought it was her. cute. Yeah, uh, yeah, super cute. Uh, he's so rude. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, there's growth, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that heartwarming. Hey, if that didn't happen, there would be no heartwarming, you know, situation. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, yeah, at the bar, which I cried. I, I just two times where I cried. <laughs> that moment and towards the end, I was like, fuck, dude, this is like shit. Uh, but uh, toned down version of himself, yeah, I, I think so. Maybe, I mean, he was still definitely there. I well, I just don't think that I just can't imagine any way they're like, all right, Ryan, we need you to do the whole Ryan Reynolds thing, but just tone it down a little bit. I just can't imagine they said that because he still, do. he still was Directors doing his do thing. that. Uh, I just think that it was. I mean, it just wasn't really a full like comedy like that, so he wasn't really just going for yeah. it. But if it was more, if it was supposed to be more of a comedy, I think he would have been full in his Ryan Reynolds bag. But this movie actually, when it was first in development, Tom Cruise was supposed to be the main star, oh, yeah. and I would have liked to see this movie with Tom Cruise. I think that would have yeah, been that cool. that was going to be my second question. Do you think if Tom Cruise um, just stayed being the star in this film, or if there was any other actor? Other than uh, Ryan Reynolds, do you think this would have affected your overall score in the film and just your enjoyment? Or do you I mean, feel like <laughs> he made you think a little bit differently where you're like, oh, wow, I haven't seen this side of Ryan Reynolds. I kind of oh, like this. Oh, no, there's always there. I mean, there's always a chance that another actor would have been better. I'm not a huge Ryan Reynolds guy. And uh, I to me, I didn't watch this movie. I did like this movie more than I thought I would starting it. Mm-hmm. But I also there's nothing in it where I'm like, Phew. 
no one else could have done this like old Ryan did. Like, no, a thousand people could have made this movie and it probably eh, could have worked for me better. I I thought this was definitely fun. It, yeah, I mean, because but Tom Cruise, he's like an action star and he can really he can really do that. Ryan Reynolds is kind of an action star, but he's more of a comedic action star. Tom Cruise could just play really well in this role. Uh, I, I don't know anyone, even like a young Harrison Ford, because <laughs> I was thinking Star Wars. Like, uh, would have played really well. <laughs> it's like Chris Pratt. Do you think Chris Pratt would have done a good job? Yeah, I think Chris Pratt could have done a good job in this. Also, yeah, yeah. I feel like, um, I feel like, I feel like he he fit like a certain vibe. Like I, I like the that the movie was trying to do. Chris mm. Pratt, Chris Pratt would also feel that same vibe. Also, Channing Tatum. Maybe I'm just grouping those guys up, but I feel like those like men in Hollywood would kind of fit this vibe. If Tom Cruise was in this movie, I feel like it would just be a little different. It would be, it wouldn't be the same film. I probably, um, yeah, would have in, enjoyed it less. And now I know that's like, like, Whoa, like you you're telling me you wouldn't like Tom Cruise in this movie. No, of course I would have loved Tom Cruise in this movie. It just would have been a different movie. Um, and, uh, and maybe because of, you know, Sean and, and, and having directed uh, Ryan Reynolds, free guy. And, and he just kind of liked it. He's like, you know what? Let's, let's get you in my movie. We're going to make this fun. We're going to make this good. And uh, I feel like you're going to fit the vibe. I feel like he, he did a good job with the heartwarming uh, stuff and um, kind of played down uh, like a, like a toned down version of him and free guy almost. And, uh, and for sure, just a toned down version of himself because there's those dramatic elements and there's those parts where you're like, Oh shit. Like Ryan Reynolds cries in this movie and I felt for him. I was like, I cried too. I was there with him. Um, I I feel like it, it, it played, it played well. It it played well for me for sure. Yeah. I mean, also we're talking about the vibe of the movie that Ryan Reynolds fits it. When Tom Cruise was attached to this movie, Sean Levy was not attached to the movie. So I think that there's, when you bring in the guy who's worked with Ryan Reynolds previously on a movie and you bring in Ryan Reynolds, you're going to get a Ryan Reynolds vibe put on the movie, regardless of whether it was there or not. So it's like, would someone else have done that? Well, of course it wouldn't have been the same vibe, but it would have been different director or different actor. So it would have been a whole different movie. Um, but yeah, it's like, but Ryan Reynolds, like in this movie, like it was fine. It was totally fine. I just miss Tom. I just wish Tom Cruise was in it. Right, right <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, oh man, I would have loved to have Tom Cruise. Same way I felt about Southpaw when I heard Eminem could have been Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm like, man, isn't that wild though? Man, <laughs> that's crazy. I there's a there's a whole like list of movies that um, uh, Eminem like wanted like he could have been the lead. I think he could have been the lead in Mad Max too. They wanted him to be in Mad Max, and he was like, let's do it in Detroit. And they're like, nah. He's like, all right, I'm not gonna do that. So they got Tom Tom Hardy, and then freaking uh, the one that Matt Damon did that yeah, was like I think uh, those are the three sci fi yeah. like Elysium or. He was yeah. like, I-, I want this in Detroit. And they're like, no. Nah. He was like, I'm not going to do this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you would have done all those movies, though, fuck. It would have been a wild like list of films that Eminem did. Like yeah. It just would have been a cool thing to collect. Like, oh, shit. I would have been all about it, man. And Tom Cruise has done, just to back you up with Tom Cruise, yeah, he's done sci-fi. <laughs> he's done sci-fi action. He just did, uh, uh, he did uh, uh, live die repeat freaking um that's the classic. other title for the movie but the edge of tomorrow original, yeah edge of tomorrow um and he did the the other one where he's like it's another sci-fi movie where valkyrie. i think it's like he, is it valkyrie 
That's one of them, yeah. Valkyrie? I thought that was like a I I thought that was like a like a like a Nazi like German movie or something. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, it is. It is. But he's in it. The oh, okay. No, I don't know. I forget. But yeah, he's <laughs> in another one with like a ship or something. It's not very good actually, but freaking uh no, I heard it oh, Oblivion. I heard it was good. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I didn't like it, but like, Oblivion. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Well, he's done sci-fi though. He's uh He's done sci-fi stuff and in War of uh, War of the Worlds, like he, him and his son, like the interactions and stuff, probably could have been similar to like the interactions Ryan Reynolds with his younger self. Like he, he could do that. He, he could be funny. Uh, I, I just like that. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was in this movie. I like that. I cried with him. It was uh, super emotional. I didn't think this movie was going to be that emotional, but it was. But that's what it sucks when it's like, oh damn, you got some heart here, and then it gets like weird, cheap, like sci-fi. Which is cool still. Like if you got the kid glasses on, you're like, man, this is tight. But it's like, yeah, just feel like ah, there's something that could have happened. And it makes total sense with the writing because you have sci-fi people and then you have like heartstring people, and they just try to do a mesh of both, and it, it just felt weird. Yeah, and I will say, well, what I was saying before earlier with the Eminem stuff is like the Jake Gyllenhaal Southpaw character and the uh, Matt Damon's, I think the movie's Elysium character. Like they're both like they both seem like they're doing an Eminem impression a little bit. Like I could see it yeah. happening. And it just makes like Mad Max is just it's got a mask up, you know, and handle it. But it doesn't, uh, doesn't talk much, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I could man, I I want that cinematic universe so bad, dude. Is I, he that great of an actor? Eminem for Eminem? that. I don't know if he's that great of an actor, but like Jake Dillenhall Southpaw, he's like he's like kind of I don't know, he's got a little he's got a little hip hop to him. You know, he's not yeah. just like Oh man, like he's not just in there blinking and stuff. He's like, man, man, what the hell? Is that? Like he's gooning out, you know. So yeah, I don't know. And same with Elysium, you know. He's like uh, Matt Damon. He's like some street guy. Yeah. So it's it's just yeah, both roles. Right when it started, I was like, fuck, Eminem could have done this. Damn it. But I know. I'm also a big Eminem fan. So I, I just know. find it fascinating that he keeps being attached to these films. Like they keep attaching him. They keep wanting him in there. They, you know, he does the audition process or whatever. Like. Shout out to him, but we I haven't seen him since freaking you know. Well, I mean, he has that small little cameo and and funny people, but um, eight mile. I mean, it was such a great film. But I yeah. like where's the follow up? I'm trying to see you know, other movies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he didn't care how he felt about it, and it bums me out, man. <laughs> it bums me out because like he's just he's just getting older now. Like he can't he can't do that anymore. I mean, maybe he can. I don't know, but. He could still, I mean, shit. I've been telling you, like, Liam Neeson was making hits of films, like, in his 70s and stuff. Like, he had a whole another 10 years of just making movies old as shit. You know, like, yeah. So, age is nothing. I don't, I don't care about an older Eminem. I'm just like, let's get him, like, do, do a movie. Someone do a movie in Detroit, get Eminem. Like, it seems yeah. like that's just what he wants. Like, he's like, hey, I'm down to do your film. You just got to move it to Detroit. And they're like, no, nah, we can't do that. Yeah, like, is there it's no incentives cool. to shoot in Detroit? Like, can't I mean, have to talk to the governor or the mayor or some shit? Like, get this and with the, like Elysium, it's like a futuristic movie. It's and it's going to be a fucked up version of whatever city is going on now. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, just do it in Detroit. They're like, oh, we kind of have a city here. He's like, ah, okay, I'm not going to do the film. I mean, it's all it's all dirt and spaceships. Like, I don't know. It's fine. Like, it's not. It could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. I don't know. I think they're playing too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just going off tax credits. It's all right, though. It's, they're shooting ATL or uh, freaking <laughs> uh, wherever else is cheap. I, I just know ATL is super cheap. Uh, but yeah, so here we'll back, back to this movie. I mean, so, you know, third act stuff, again, it's, it seems like you, know, you say it once, it's, it gets so much easier to say with every movie. But 
the third act again started feeling like this weird, like just odd kids movie where before it felt like this kind of grounded sci-fi family drama. Um, and it was still that towards the end, but time travel can always get murky. You brought up the tomorrow war. Yeah. Sometimes it just seems dumb. Sometimes it doesn't. This one didn't necessarily seem dumb. Like I was, I was following along the whole time, but it just got, I don't know. I don't know. I just totally, it got weird for me where I was actually sitting there like, damn, I actually kind of digging this. And especially after that bar scene, I was, I was in. Fuck yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, this is, this is great. Like that's, you know, yeah. like I felt that no matter what. Um, and then, you know, went on and, uh, you know, Mark Ruffalo did well. Jennifer Garner did well. I think everyone, well, except Catherine Keener, she was kind of weird as the bad guy, but everyone else yeah, did well. It's weird. And I, I think they she held really their own. Getting- Get out. She wasn't get out, right? Yeah, she wasn't get out. Yeah, and uh, but I mean, it's a, it's a different kind of bad guy. Like her role there was like, like just a, a cheap bad guy. She's like an unassuming mom. Like that's an easy bad guy to play. Like a nondescript. <laughs> like yeah, but here she's like a super villain. Like standing on a ship with a bunch of guards. Like go get him now. Like it's just yeah, weird. Shooting, it's just it doesn't shooting play. people on yeah. your spaceship. Like where well, I'm like okay yeah it just it just plays differently so it's like to say she was a bad guy and get out it's like well, yeah but she's just she was making tea like it's different just different <laughs> uh-huh. well I mean yeah all, all that all that said there's definitely some good in this movie uh, but it is I will say this is another Netflix movie that just kind of eh, misses the mark a little bit doesn't really doesn't really hit as well as I'd like it to and. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't have too much more to say about it. Is there anything else you want to drop in? Ah, uh, the needle drops. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> drop yeah. the old the old, <laughs> the old emotional manipulation. The way it starts off, and then like the other songs in the movie, it just felt like, um, especially the way it starts off in the song, it just felt like a, it had like kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe to it. And that's why when I was watching it, maybe I was just comparing it a little bit too much to like the tomorrow war and like Chris Pratt and just like, it just felt like that certain type of vibe. It felt fun. It felt like fun space stuff um, with heartwarming elements and stuff. And then I was like, Oh no, this movie is a heartwarming movie with science elements. To it. And then it just got all bundled up. And I, I think, was like, what the fuck? I literally think they were just trying to do everything. They're like, Oh, yeah, so you know what's felt- played in space movies? Like, let's get a cassette tape in here. Let's go. Like yeah. it just, <laughs> it was really like just trying to hit every note. And that's what happens when there's too many writers on a movie. I yeah. Think. And I, I, f- I feel like it just had this like old school kind of like 80s vibe to it, obviously. And I didn't think I saw a phone. I didn't, I, and it, it's funny, too, because I'm saying like, oh, it feels like old school when this guy's like legit playing with like a VR setup. Like just like. Yeah. And one of the coolest like lofts, apartments, like I, I don't know if you pay attention to these rooms or these apartments in these films, but I freaking loved like that house, like the way it was set up. I was like, bro, I'm trying to live there. Like why, why could I have not lived there? And why, why do, did I have to live in like a one bedroom apartment growing up? Like, come on, hook me up, fam. <laughs> I'm trying to live in that spot. You know? <laughs> like, and, uh, but it had a cool vibe. It for sure had a cool vibe. Not too late to get a VR headset. Yeah, that guy was having fun with it. And plot twist, mm-hmm. it helped him out later on. Yep. Who would have known that was a little like foreshadowing to what was going to come? Hey, dad, I got this. Whatever. Done and done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. All right, Neil Drop. So, how do you want to rate this movie? You do Saturn Awards. I don't know if you know about the Saturn Awards, but these sci fi movies, they're nominated in this award stuff. Butterfly Effect was nominated for a Saturn Award. And I feel like this movie is one of those ones that could be nominated for a Saturn Award. 
Uh, I love Saturn Awards. I don't know if you catch my drift. Yeah, well, I've never, yeah, I've never heard of them. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like a whole thing. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. They have a whole award ceremony and stuff. Saturn Awards. Huh? Look it up. Um, I I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time trying to figure out with uh, <laughs> what to rate it with. But I'm down with butterfly effects. All right, butterfly we do effects, we do with Tom Cruise's. We just rate it with Tom Cruise. That's a there's not enough numbers for that one. Hundred one <laughs> Tom Cruise's. No, uh, yeah, we'll do butterfly effects um, or car crashes. Uh, uh, let's do car crashes like that. Okay, cool. Car crashes. It is all right. So super dark. How many but... car crashes do you want to give this movie? Car crashes. I'm gonna hit you with a solid. Oh, what's the what was the Rotten Tomato uh, score for this? All the RT hitters are going to be uh, sixty-eight like, critics, seventy-nine audience. There you go, there you go, audience. Yeah, I'm, I'm hitting you with seventy-seven uh, car crashes. Um, seventy-seven similar vibes to movies I've rent like I've rated in that area, you know, especially when it comes to this type of genre. Um, I just feel like uh, I, they haven't really blown me away. Um, I, I did like sh- uh, Free Guy more than this one, mm. but this one I felt like there was just there was really just one or two scenes where I I obviously loved it more than just the whole movie Free Guy those those two scenes. But overall, I feel like um, you know that was just a better movie. This movie I think had a bunch of troubles too. It was in development hell for like years, and then they finally got it out. They finally made it some way somehow, and I feel like it 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 could have been way better if it would have just stuck with those freaking heartfelt moments there but it's all good i i enjoyed it i thought it was fine i thought reynolds was fine uh, i thought the kid was great i thought mm. shout out to him uh, for making me care about him um and and over here i have this whole plan i think he's gonna be a, a kid in hollywood i'm telling you i think he's yeah. gonna get some freaking gigs because of this and on wikipedia you can't even click on his name like it's not he, he's, nice. he's just starting up he's handling it love it um and I and I read where someone said like, oh, it's like they saw the kid in the Iron Man uh, moments in Iron Man three and decided to make a whole movie about it. And that pissed me off. Like I I didn't like that. I didn't like that comment. Um, I feel like it's more than that. Um, but this movie was also <laughs> not that great. But seventy seven seventy seven car crashes. Do a review is going to be time travel therapy. Sometimes it just takes going oh. back to the past and talking to your former self and just getting shit done. So. Just be careful, because you know you could go back and die, or you could super change the future, as we've seen with the butterfly effect. You can make some fucked up uh, storylines for yourself. <laughs> for yourself, but um, time time travel therapy. Get your Kleenex ready for those scenes. Yeah, it's funny too, because when you say you start talking about the therapy, like when I was watching it, I was like, man, whoever wrote this needs to like talk to their parents, dude. Like, just get it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's all right. If you need a hug, he went. Get that he hug. went a little, a little too hard. Like when he was going, he just kept going, and she was like, she just stopped what she was doing, and he just kept going. If a stranger told you, Dubs, you're at a bar, you're sitting down, mm. t- turn to your left, someone's dropping all that knowledge to you. How are you gonna feel? Oh, I'd be like, bro, like, I, do I know you? <laughs> like, where are you? Yeah, you're saying you're sharing some personal stuff. Are you hurting, bro? That's like, essentially how it would go. If I said something that like. Or if someone was like, hey, long night, I'm like, yeah. hey, but just having a drink. Thank you. Uh, and then <laughs> that'd be it. I'd say, oh, no, I could see you're hurting. But it's probably like, give him a cheer. Might not even say anything. It's like, hey, cheers, man. Like, yeah, cool. Like, damn. Leave me alone. You know? 
And uh, he's like, you just need to talk to your son. But who, who the hell do you think you are, bud? I, <laughs> I think it would go something like that. It definitely wouldn't be like, Wait, yeah, like, no, he's, yeah. He's going through something now. <laughs> we just lost my husband. Like, no, yeah, none of that would have happened. Yeah, there sure. is. Yeah, it got super personal real quick. Yeah, no, no. But that that's okay. And that's this is their journey, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm, I was on a different, I'm always on a different journey, you know. And that journey involves not speaking to people in public. Uh, okay. So that's cool. So my, 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 my score here is going to be a little bit lower. Still in the 70s, actually, but just a 70 straight up. So just a boom. A little, oh, okay. A little 70 hitter. Uh, I, I just think, you know, the strength of those moments alone, I think we're really, really good. And Mark Ruffalo with the kid and stuff, we're really good as well. We didn't talk too much about him, but nah, I think I think it worked. And those moments oh, yeah. worked. And uh, I wish the tone of the movie would have stuck, like you said, with those two things. Like, be be that fun action adventure. The action scenes were cool. And um, mm-hmm. especially that scene where you're talking about he's killing people with the trees and stuff. And they're chasing him through. Like, that yeah, was bad. Lightsaber stuff. It's like, that is a lightsaber. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, so all, all that stuff was cool. The heartwarming scenes were cool, and then it just got kind of goofy somehow. I don't know how. It's like by the end, and they're you know getting the core out. I don't know, and people are it's just too much, and their selves and their younger selves and whatever. Uh, it just got a little little goofy. Um, and then it ended with such a nice bow on it. It's like, bro, like I don't want every movie to offend everyone. Maybe I do a little yeah. bit, but like it's just like don't. Don't be so scared to like hurt one person's feelings that you just like like take a chance, you know? I don't know. Like talking about the end of this movie is like the opposite of taking a chance. It was like, how can we make everything perfect so that no one feels sad? Like after happy, this? happy ending. Well, yeah. what if we just do this? This okay, okay, cool. Yeah, do that. It's like, oh gosh, like like I don't need everything <laughs> like tied up and wrapped up for me. So whatever. But uh, okay. my uh, <laughs> my three word review is. Uh, Going to be, please communicate openly, uh, because <laughs> right, <laughs> this this could have been handled a long time. <laughs> yeah, essentially, Ryan Reynolds exists because his dad didn't show him enough love. That's what I yeah. got out of this movie. Yeah. And so, yeah, if, he got buff. He got so strong. Yeah, you know, the kid was yeah. like, "Wow, when, is when this does this start?" Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, when you realize your dad doesn't love you. <laughs> So if he just would have paid more attention to his son, uh, he probably would have been a more loving, caring, less sarcastic individual. And uh, that would have been great, you know? So that's my Better version of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think, let's see, what are we doing next week? I think X comes out this week. I'm super excited for X. Yeah, I'm excited for X. Yeah, I'm excited for for X. Ty West. Let's, let's go. go, bro. Let's go. Let's Kid Cuddy. Cuddy the Kid? Mm. He's in there. I remember I was talking to someone. I was like, hey, bro, you ever listen to Kid Cuddy? They're like, oh, you mean Cuddy the Kid? Ooh. Yeah, I know about him. I was like, that's the coolest shit I've ever heard. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I've never heard yeah. anyone say something like that. I'll be Cuddy shocked. the Kid? Was, yeah, you got to just do that. You know Gordon Ramsay? Oh, you mean Ramsay Gordon? Yeah, I know that, man. <laughs> like, just people think you're cooler. Or you might just have a you know problem. You mean Ram Ram the Gord man? Yeah, I know. Like what? The like you just start saying crazy stuff. Start making names. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm I'm down for that. You know, Mad Men Moan. You mean Moan the Mad Man? Oh, that sounds a little <laughs> Moan the well, Mad Man. Too long. Yeah, huh? well, it's a little gross. Um. <laughs> so and you know who else is an ex? Our, our girl Jenna Ortega. Shout out! Oh, Green. Jenna Ortega, dude. Possible or whatever. What's she's it a, she's in this like these like yeah. This would be another horror movie she's done, right? Yo, 
I'm, I'm all on the Jen Ortega train. So Jen Ortega train. There oh, is. Yeah. I feel like there's more. And I didn't say this enough. Well, I didn't even say this at all in the Adam Project. But I love the cast. Like I just loved everyone. I, I, I superstar Keener, cast. Yeah. She was like, uh, she, she, she was like, she was all right. I, I wasn't even that offended with her. I just wish like she could have been a better villain. But, um, but no, I liked, I liked that cast a lot. And maybe I was just excited to see Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Gardner again because I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, and I, I, I like them. The only thing with them is that most of the movie was Ryan Reynolds and the kid. Uh, and the kid, his younger self. So a great chemistry, good chemistry. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I, I read that he was like the kid was like obsessed with Deadpool, and so he just knew how to do Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> he was like quoting. I guess he was like, "There's a video of him like just quoting word for word like Deadpool the movie to Ryan Reynolds." Dang, is that concerning as a parent? Right, you want your child like to do a that? little politics. You know, it's, it's like it's either yeah, he either just can recite Deadpool or he becomes a famous actor. You know, it's just, right. Sometimes it works out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why we, uh, that's why he got this gig because he was just a super fan. Yeah. Because that's why no one knows him. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, we need you to be a younger Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I got you, fam. I'm doing this like, for life. Dude. I, keep I know. In trouble Our this. friends think I'm weird, but I'm going to give yeah. you exactly what you want. 